I think a lot of people need to step off his greatness. I know, you know, wins is not Whoa. really important. Aaron Rodgers. Whoa. Listen, listen. Whoa. Listen. Stop. Let me finish. Let me finish. Stop. Stop. Quarterback wins is not a statistic, but at the same time, the, the GOATs still Stop. Those Stop. How many Super Bowls Jim Kelly got? I don't think he's an all-time great. How, he, he's not? No. What about Marino? Go, go, fo- go fall in the hole, Nate. Go fall in the hole. Like, <laughs> you need to go dig a hole outside, and your wife needs to just put you in a hole. Like, that's it. You say Jim Kelly's not a great? What about Dan Marino? What about, what about Dan Marino? <laughs> he's the exception. But wh- why is he an exception? Never won a Super Bowl? Never won a Super Bowl. Why is he the exception, Nate? Because that's bias because you have a bias, Nate. <laughs> Let's be honest. You have a bias. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, so it's, been, it's been an all time great? Big Ben? Yeah. No, no. Two time no, Super Bowl Why, why uh, is he all time great? He's not even the best still a quarterback ever. That's crazy. You're ridiculous. Hey guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Dolls. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, aka E Dub in the house. So we're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go live, go nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear. Go nose. This is Terrell Fuckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear. Presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Deion Primetime Sanders. Great Deion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I, I could wake up to that greedy every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on SSOD, Florida State or Die. And go nose. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What is happening, guys? This is Logan Robinson from Here the Spear, presented to you by Noel Game Day. We are here on the last day of the month, January 28th, Thursday night as usual, 8.30 p.m. Thanks, everybody, for coming in and listening and hanging out with us. We got another jam-packed pod tonight. Uh, we got a 2021 FSU football schedule released to talk about. That was released earlier this morning. Uh, we've got some updates from the tour of duty workouts. We've got a few coaches leaving or, you know, we got another one, a former player coming back home to talk about with Nate Andrews. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the senior bowl. Obviously we'll talk and chat about the super bowl coming up. We got some recruiting in here with Florida state's new legacy commit that happened just a couple hours ago and FSC basketball, which seems to be uh, a demon for ACC teams right now, just annihilating these teams, embarrassing them on national television. Um, but obviously, we've got a lot to talk about. Before I go into anything, let me introduce our co-host this evening up at the top with me, Nate Greer, lead recruiting insider, Dustin Lewis, our lead writer and editor, Austin Veazey, our basketball guy over there, and Carlos Williams at the bottom, 2013 national champion running back bill's mafia still loves you a lot i saw you on ig live they're like when are you coming back home tough weekend <laughs> all that tough talk. Weekend, so. all that you talk. guys right. they, they made an incredible run they made an incredible run man that's that that's that's an outstanding organization man i will say that that's an outstanding organization i actually was upset this week listening to the commentators on these shows on espn just go off on him about him him caring about the morale of his team in my opinion, that's important. 
if you have a guy's head right and looking forward going into the next half, don't you build that kind of that that kind of attitude in college? Like I think Jimbo built that and instilled that in us. You know, you want to end the half with points or end the quarter with points. I mean, that's kind of always we approach the football game, situational football, in my opinion. But um, a tough weekend. I mean, hats off to Kansas City. They played a hell of a game. Well, weren't there some people that questioned that hire when that when he first got hired? A lot I mean, of people did. He, he just. But it's going to be Buffalo and Kansas City for yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the next even years when he was a DC, he's a DC in Carolina. Look at the two linebackers that that he kind of molded. Like he, got, I mean, you had Tommy Davis there for for a minute, Thomas Davis. But mm-hmm. Luke Keegley came into the league and he was like by snapping, like he can't tackle a machine. And mm-hmm. think about the other guys in that defense that kind of molded Carolina when they went and played in that Super Bowl. He was, I mean, even after that. He kind of had guys come in there and and change the course of their own careers. I mean, so when he got hired in Buffalo, people was like, "Well, who was this guy? Is he proven?" And he's just a defensive mind. I Man, you went and got a quarterback that fits your system. He's making plays. He's great outside the pocket. He's great in the pocket. And then you went and got Stephon Diggs to add. You got veteran receivers. You went and plugged and played in defense in the draft. Mm-hmm. In the draft, two That's veteran what to say they drafted well. Yeah, two, 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 two veteran safeties you got for pennies on the dollar. Put it down, I'm be honest. Two Pro Bowl caliber safeties you got pennies on the dollar. And I mean, you just went to the AFC Championship in your third year. Future is bright in Buffalo. Future is I bright. Mean, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I have nothing bad to say about the organization. They're going to be competing for AFC Championship for, for years to come. Years to come. It's going to be a battle for, for, for that trophy. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, speaking <laughs> I don't of, like, I don't like, I don't right. like the Steelers doing it. Not without me. That's right. That is right. That is a correct. Hey, hey I no, knew you Vince, would not go wrong with like, that. I knew you. I would, want, who's your quarterback? I still, like? I still want Vince. I still want Vince coming on here soon. I need Vince Williams on the pod. I know. Vince I know. We're, we're, we're in the works. We're in the works. Is. We'll see what happens. I, I tell you what. You're talking about bright futures too. I think here the Spears. I got a bright future uh, on the horizon. Chick <laughs> Fil A. Got announced our partnership on Tuesday with them. Something we're really excited about. It was tough keeping quiet about that, but um, we kind of got together and we both thought on both sides for us and them. We could help each other out, and uh, we partnered up. We made that announcement on Tuesday. We've got a lot of things in store, definitely, and it will affect the podcast here. We'll have a few segments here and there. We'll, we'll be doing giveaways, trivias. Um, guests on here are going to get treated very nicely with some Chick-fil-A meals uh, so some we're really excited about, and for the coming months, we're already looking into doing stuff for March Madness too. I know Austin will be happy about that and excited. Uh, but, uh, shout out to those guys over there on West Tennessee street, uh, for partnering with us. And man, it's, it's a great brand to work with and we're lucky to be able to be hand in hand and uh, work together. we got some really cool projects coming up too. So uh, stay, uh, make sure you go follow them. CFA underscore, uh, TWS on uh, Twitter. But they're going to be all over the podcast, all over Noel Game Day in the next uh, couple months. Hopefully, maybe go for a year, maybe two. We'll see. Let's jump into some football, though. Florida State football, the 2021 schedule has been officially released. This is always the big time of the year where we all give our early, early, early instant reactions. Do we freak out? Do we not freak out? We'll see. Twitter seemed like it was a mix of both freaking out, but some people were like, oh, that's not too bad. Florida State's going to start off the season, as we know, with Notre Dame on September 5th. After that, they'll they'll be facing Jacksonville State at home. Their first road game will be against Wake Forest on September 18th. 
Florida State will then go on a two-game stretch at home and Doe Campbell Stadium facing Louisville after Wake Forest. After Louisville to play against the Syracuse Oranges. North Carolina is going to be away on October 9th. UMass. You say oranges, bro. You don't get to skip over that. <laughs> that disrespectful to the oranges. Uh, UMass, Walt Bell comes back home to Tallahassee. I can't wait for that one. I can't wait. That's going to be a great time in Doe Campbell Stadium. But Walt Bell's coming back home. Love to see it. And then the big game of the year, October 30th, the day before Halloween. It could be a scary night. Halloween might be on October 30th this year. We'll see if Clemson's still going to. I think the rain over the ACC or not, but October 30th, the Clemson Tigers in Death Valley. After that, Florida State's going to go on another two-game home stretch. NC State at November on November 6th, Miami on November 13th, and then your last two games of the season, Boston College at Boston on November 20th, and then the Florida Gators on November 27th and Gainesville in the Swamp. Early instant reactions to that schedule. Does it feel good? Is it nice? How are we feeling? Scary? It sucks that we let Florida get the game at home in Gainesville instead of them coming to Tallahassee. That was the first thing I thought. Why they get away with the COVID year? Yeah, I, I don't know how that goes with the regulations or the scheduling. I'm sure both ADs, I'm sure Florida State was trying, but didn't get to go their way. I, I think it's a very manageable schedule in the way it unfolds. You know, kind of like we were chatting before we we came on. You know, my feeling, you know, initially as we sit here in, in, in late January, you know, a lot of these teams are also kind of rebuilding, kind of um, aren't, aren't going to be the, the same team that they were last past season. So I think you know, this is a, a very manageable schedule in terms of, of bowl eligibility. I think it's a, a manageable schedule in terms of competing. You know, uh, we all can agree that Clemson's going to be the same result we've had the past couple of years, but I, I don't think any other game for State can't compete in any of the uh, other 11. And especially early on in this slate that's been released, I mean, you get Notre Dame, Nate, you are talking about before the podcast, they're replacing their quarterback and a bunch of other pieces on both sides of the ball. Then you get Jacksonville State, and then you get Wake Forest, Louisville, and Syracuse, who have all been towards the bottom of the ACC in recent seasons. So it's very manage- manageable out of the gate for Florida State to rack up some wins and build some momentum because when you look at the second half of that schedule, it's it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, did well, is, it, is it, though? Is it going to be tough? UMass, Clemson, yes. NC State, Miami, you know. I can't say what I want to say about Miami, but Boston College. It's going to be tougher Florida, in the first half. Uh, Florida, Florida's rebuilding a ton also. So, What do you want to say about Miami? Say how, how tough it's going to be. It is a, a back-to-back people, road game, though. People are right. saying, does it really affect if King's back by then or not? I, I don't think. I mean, what date is that again? November 13th. Don't they expect him back by by the start of the season? I don't think he's that productive being worried about Miami. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't don't think so either. That's what I was thinking. I don't don't think he's that productive to be a big enough factor to be worried about that late in the season. 
Correct. I'm a, I take McKenzie right now over last year King. I'm yeah. I, I could because I mean King hasn't proven nothing. He ain't no proven winner. He ain't won, he mm-hmm. he's not won a champion. He like he hasn't won anything big enough to be like dang he solidified himself as like one of the top quarterbacks in the country. Yes or no? No, he has not. No. But would you take McKenzie overtaking him? Yes, you would. Any day of the week, if you look at the film and let him be a drop back quarterback or run your offense, you're going to take mm. McKenzie every time. McKenzie Mellon proven to be a, a national winner. champion. He's a, he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a proven national champion. I'm not worried about Miami. I mean, top, I mean, Notre Dame is going to be Notre Dame. I mean, I can talk all I want, but Notre Dame is going to come out and play prior for Notre Dame football. That's what they always do. They're known for that. But mm. watching the Senior Bowl today, you got guys out there on the field. You're missing key players. You got to replace O linemen. And that's mm-hmm. big for Notre Dame replacing offensive linemen. I mean, it's a factory, but you still got to replace those All-Americans up front you produce every year. Now, your signal mm-hmm. caller for the, what, past three years is gone. now gone? I mean, and that's that's essential in that offense. You know, every two years you see a quarterback move on, put it that way, redshirt, sophomore, redshirt, junior, now he's gone. You get what I'm saying? But this guy's been mm-hmm. here for three years. The other guy behind him is not getting many reps, let's be honest. He's not getting no – he's not. Notre Dame's putting up points. They're in battles. They're in dogfights week in and week out. I mean, they fought with us for a while, North Carolina, Clemson twice. I mean, so I'm not overly worried about them, but they're going to play good football. I mean, Jacksonville State, if we play like old school Florida State, it won't be a competition. There'll be some guys get some young reps and see if some freshmen can redshirt or not. And I think that's what that game should be used for. You know, redshirt freshmen, freshmen, redshirt sophomores, mm-hmm. get some play time and kind of see who, who weed themselves out in playing time. Put it that way. I'm just be honest. And after that, play football. I mean, how we open up against Notre Dame is going to tell us a lot. Am I worried Mm -hmm. about Clemson? No. Reason why? Because five did not play up to the standard that I thought he was going to play when when Lawrence didn't. Period. He didn't play like the five-star recruit we watched him play. He played like a game manager. They didn't allow him to let go. And that tells me right there, you don't have that much trust in him. And then you go in the spring, you just can't throw trust in a player like that. You just can't, well, I'm going to have to do it now. That trust is instilled when you start recruiting that guy. When you start having that guy on campus from day one, he like you you make him feel essential. When you're up by 30 points, you give him reps. He's not getting reps. It's, 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 that doesn't make any sense. Like I, mm-hmm. It's just like I think about – in this case, I think about Bama too. Who's Mac Jones backup? How many reps has this, this kid gotten all season? Same he situation. got quite a bit. He got quite a bit. I didn't get him to play a lot. Every time I seen Bama, those starters finished the game, offense mm-hmm. and defense. They they close the game out, and that same thing is starting to happen. It's, I mean, it's, it's a culture, but it happens at Clemson too. Yep, I, I think Bama is just on a mission this year after after last year. I, I think they're I think they're purposefully trying to just buzz stop people. <laughs> but, but I'm not. Our schedule isn't anything that I truly am concerned. I don't think it's about. that difficult I mean, on paper right now. No, like I don't think the ACC most fans Carolina, which is going to be tough. Yeah, season vet, uh, Mac Brown. I mean, it's going to be tough, but we beat them last year, and that's just sheer motivation to let these guys know that a it wasn't a fluke. We played our best game, and I think you know Florida State's going to have a better pass rush, and you know we've talked about it before we mm-hmm. recorded. Uh, Nate, you know Sam Howell is the juice of that offense. You've got some key uh, skill players leaving there, um, and Florida State. We had enough talk about it, but piss poor pass rush. Right now, you're bringing in Jermaine Johnson. You're hoping to have these younger cats, even some transfers, come in and make an impact. Just getting to the quarterback. These these guys are just there to get to the quarterback. That 
you know, should play in Florida State's favor. Uh, I, I just simply also expect Florida State to be better. You know, I think they bring in a, a, a like Carlos said, a much talented quarterback. Uh, they brought brought in some nice pieces on defense in terms of the transfer, and I think they have two guys that are coming in are going to be freshmen, but I think they can be situational pass rushers for you. Uh, you know, it, it it's just it's it's just about the mindset and the culture which we talked about, and if they if they actually want to go out there and earn it. So that's what I want to see first. I want to see spring. I want to see what the team looks like before I sit here and dive into a schedule. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it's very very I, manageable. I agree. I hundred percent agree. You really have to see guys step step inside the white lines. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about no tour of duty workouts. I mean, I, there's a lot of guys some damn football, man. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of guys made it through workouts that never touched the field. And I mean, they bust they behind in workouts. Mm-hmm. They never touched inside the white lines. So I want to see guys get inside the white lines and make plays, even the transfers. I want to see younger guys step up and be like, no, what the guys transferred in. I'm going to start making, I want to see competition. And then that's mm-hmm. going to let me evaluate the rest of the schedule. I can look at, I can look at Notre Dame and say, Oh, we're going to compete. I can look at a North Carolina and say, we're going to go to North Carolina and smack. Like this is going to be a win. I can see that coming. You got to just see these guys step on the field. I agree with Nate. It's just hard to tell without seeing them, Put no cleats on the grass, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, you know, on on paper, I think Florida State's competitive in, in yeah. all those games. I, I'll, I'll even say Clemson. Clemson returns all eleven defensive starters. That's great. Um, it's gonna be fun watching Norvell mm-hmm. offense. Definitely more enhanced, in my opinion, this season. Even you know, uh, you lose Terry, but didn't really have him throughout that whole season. After that, I mean, you know, it was a Jordan Travis show and whatever they could find the running game and moving moving him around in different packages. But this is a different enhanced offense. You're going to have McKenzie Milton and Jordan Travis. It ain't just going to be one of each. It's going to be both coming at you. This backfield is definitely upgraded, in my opinion. Toa Philly is going to have a second year. Corbin was finishing off the season strong. Bring in DJ Williams. The wide receiver room is Blowing up, I went from thin to okay. They got there's they got some problems. Uh, your problem childs. I, I'm I think that would be fun to watch that offense mm-hmm. versus Clemson and I, 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 I think if they bring in a tackle. I think that Florida State's offense, like I said earlier a couple weeks ago on Twitter, I think Florida State's going to score this year. You know, it's going to come down to how the defense plays. I think that they've done enough on offense in terms of. You know, I, I really liked what I saw from the offensive line this past year. Um, you know, even if they're average, that's going to be good enough. Uh, and you know, the, the big difference is, is what you have a quarterback. And, you know, if, if he's healthy like he says he is, I think that's a significant improvement. And it's the best quarterback force he's had since uh, Jameis was there. So that changes the, the scope of the offense big time. And if we're just talking about the Clemson matchup in particular – you know, you get six games, then you get a bye week, and then UMass. Mm-hmm. You can do a whole bunch of prep in that bye week, test and tinker a little bit in that UMass game, and then throw everything you got at Clemson. I think that bye week comes at a perfect time, right in the middle of the season. They get to look at the first half, say, here's what we need to fix. Like I said, test against UMass, and then go out against Clemson. I, I think the bye week came at a perfect time where they can give Clemson everything they can give them. Yeah, and I don't like – I haven't liked it since I, my Steelers. It just seems that whenever they have a bye week or a Big Ben sits out, the next game they're atrocious. They play terrible. 
let let them stay on the field two weeks in a row. You're going to, you're going to face UMass, see what works, what's not working and stay on the trend, you know, stay on the same schedule that you're going to have a game this upcoming Saturday. I like, I like, I'm not, a, I mean, definitely bye weeks are, are crucial for some guys getting healthy and whatnot, but staying on the trend of regular practice stuff, your workouts, everything like that. I feel like bodes well in a locker room that's is, has a lot of growing to do. Um, uh, and, and I think when you look at late in the season, when, you know, Florida state has some time to game plan that have COVID had uh, a roster, you know, they put up 55 points. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not, I'm not as upset or scared or nervous about this coaching staff as some people are. Um, you know, I, I'm just waiting and see. Uh, I think that Florida State um, needs a spring with, like Carlos said, with some competition and some guys who just want to play some football. Yeah, you're right, Nate. I, we talked about this offseason after the Duke game, but I thought we were all expecting for them to come out after, what was that, three weeks of no football being played to have a lot of hiccups be uh, rusty, make mistakes, but they came out swinging uh, on even on if it was Duke. with things. Yeah, no, even if it's Duke, I mean, you got to take it for what it is. Um, they, have, they came they, out. They hadn't done that in three years, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't done that in three years, so. Yeah, Man- Dustin. Yeah, Dustin. <laughs> Manageable schedule. Yeah, so, so we'll, 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 we're gonna, we have a long offseason to dive into, and we will actually get a spring to talk about, too, which will be nice. Speaking hmm. uh, of spring and kind of getting near all of that, uh, just a note on here, we talked about it in Discord if you haven't been there, but Tour of Duty is has been paused. I don't think we have a current update as of today, but Tour of Duty has been po- uh, paused due to COVID-19 tracing protocols. Um, like I said, if you're in the Discord, you would have known about it, but sucks mm-hmm. i mean if it's gonna happen now just get it out of the way but it seems like a lot of it's just contact tracing but mm-hmm. a good amount of guys had had been affected so we'll see if we get an update maybe heading into next week if they'll get back on schedule under coach storms and get into workouts uh senior bowl we've been seeing a lot of highlights here and there los you've been <laughs> tweeting about it we've all been tweeting about it but los has been you know, he's been hitting I'm us up with a few, I'm, I'm a few videos. In. A few videos. There's a video, you know, Marvin Wilson having a good <laughs> few, few reps. J Rob having a J Rob having a good in. Here we J-Rob. go. J Rob having a good rep. Talk, tell me about yes, J Rob. And, and, and listen, and whoa, whoa, before y'all go, hey, Nate, mm-hmm. I would like to apologize. For the optics were amazing. Cause how he got invited to the senior bowl without playing a senior year, I don't know. So you are right about the optics sitting around and being around your teammates were great for the optics. But I will say this though, in all seriousness, uh, Nazareth Dean has played extremely well. Mm-hmm. I watched him playing man coverage today. I watched some clips of him. He is actually playing extremely well. They're wanting him to possibly move down and play backer, which is going to be phenomenal for him. I think the he'll sit that rising. Mode. Yeah. I, his stock is rising being there. It, it, almost watching him is like watching my brother go to the senior bowl. Like, under the radar, not very talked about, but when he right when he gets to the opportunity, he's going to take full advantage. I think that's exactly what he's doing. And I Watching like Robinson, last year. I watched Robinson in in uh, individual today. Got to watch him and some pass rush as well. And his moves are I, it's it's stuff that I think he he wasn't able to work on while being at Florida State. And after watching him perform against other talent, natural talent, great talent across the country, I think we he was underutilized. 
I, I feel like he was he was being told not to do certain things, not to rush a certain way, not to play a certain way, which made him look lackadaisical, un- effortless at times. But watching him play against top talent across the board, across the country, the best seniors, he's playing phenomenal. And then the Marvin, tearing the trenches apart. They they won't stop talking about him. And he's dominating that, that Bama. He is. Killing hard. He's killing him. Kill, killing him. Killing him. Killing him. And, it, and it's crazy because it's, it's, as upset I was during season, it's as proud I am right now watching these guys take advantage of the opportunity. It just sucks when you got to go through it and you're missing these caliber players. And I think that I, at the Senior Bowl, they're actually putting eyes back at Florida State. Like, whoa, mm. you guys missed games. You guys didn't play a lot, but you guys got invited. You guys are showing out here. I think the talent is still there. I think the caliber of players are still there. There's a diamonds in the rough. I think we have some still at Florida State. And Nazruddin is proven to be one. I, he's definitely a diamond. He's going to be a still in the draft, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think if, you know, Nas hadn't hurt his knee, he would have he left last year. Um, yeah. you know, I think yeah. that injury kind of forced him to come back. But, you know, for, for me, it's upsetting just to see, you know, where was that this year? I think we all are within our right to ask, you know, where, where, where was that this year? Kind of but effort. you know, at the same time, you know, I I think we'll I think we're gonna see why people think that Marv is gonna maybe slide him back into that first round because he's, I mean, he's basically dominating guys. And, and he's honestly, had, he's had he's had a few reps where they've been you know he's been getting worked, but yeah, I, I mean, mean but by he, one he's, of not, he's still not healthy. But, he didn't yeah, even but, practice today. He was you, still Lou. icing I mean, the you're knee. going against the top talent, top seniors, and I wish I got invited to your senior bowl. Because when I went to the combine, I felt like I was one of the best backs at the combine. Like stat mm-hmm. measurement stats-wise, I mm-hmm. was the biggest back, ran one of the fastest times, and I wish I got a chance to go to the senior ball and perform then. So I think with the, the pandemic and I think with a lot going on and not really having a real season, I will say that. Like I said, I will stand corrected because the caliber of player that we saw in years prior, we didn't see this come th- this season, mm-hmm. but we're seeing it. When 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 he when he when it's top when he it's I mean the money's on the line. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest, it's money's in the on the line right now. Hey, the money's on the line. And I, I, I who, what you mean? I didn't I didn't go to the I didn't go to the senior bowl, but I went to the combine and I went there. and I said I was gonna run four four, and I went there for one thing. Like I, I don't have great lateral movement, but I'm fast, so I ran fast. I can catch, and I caught balls. I mean, I just played the game. I think Marvin played the game. He's playing it well. He's performing well. I think Robinson's doing it well. I think I mean Nazareth doing it well. We mentioned, we mentioned Robinson real quick, but that bull rush he had against Leatherwood from Bama, that was mm-hmm. an impressive rep. Yes, and that's something we didn't see from him. He was we always saw him as more of a finesse guy, and he just straight bullied Leatherwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and talk about Janarius Robinson's measurements. We we've known since he was in high school that he's a freak at. I mean, freak physical build. I mean, freakish. So. When you when you see him in person, it's ridiculous. But uh, NFL scouts are just kind of drooling over and seeing what they can work with him. And some good coaching, man, does a lot of ways. And there's right now, if you look in the league, Brian Burns absolutely killing it. I had a great season. Josh Sweat too, uh, doing his thing. I mean, these guys, these younger guys that are in the NFL that came from Florida State, you know, get some good coaching on them and everything, and they excel. So. I'm, I'm excited to watch all of them, and I think Hans and Nashville Dean right now is he's got a long tenure in the league. He yeah. stays healthy. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be around for a long. He's and he, he ta- tackles. He just tackles everybody. I mean, he's and all also, over the field. He, 
his size and range can put him in so many spaces. Yeah. I mean, so that's a that, that's a new kind of nickel. And my honestly, if I had a kid that size, that's a new nickel. I'm putting him in the slot and making him play close to the ball and cover tight ends all game. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, yeah. there's your Gronk issue. There's your Kelsey issue. Make them learn how to choke the tight end and play man to man all game. I mean, I'm excited though. If you can do it to a corner, you can do it to a guy to shut down a tight end game in the NFL right now. And the tight end game in the NFL is only getting better and better. I'm excited yep. to cover this NFL draft. Uh, and, and yeah, I think that Nas would have been a second round pick had he not gotten hurt. So no, whoever I, gets I'm, him, I'm, I'm really rooting for for Hamza big time. Yeah, whoever gets him will be a steal because if he is healthy, he's good to go. Boom, you're, you're looking at a first, second round talent that's going to be in the mm-hmm. league for a good long while. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive assistant Joe Bowen is leaving Florida State for position at South Carolina. This is now at least the third coach on staff of Norvell to do so this offseason. You know, this is a trend under Mike Norvell's uh, tenures at any place he's been. Uh, if we go back and look, Carlos Lachlan. You know how many coaches he lost at Memphis? How many? 17. 17 coaches. And he got better every single year. So I, yeah, I, that, people that need to just, pretty good. People need to relax a little bit. Yeah, take a little know? chill pill. Take a little I think chill it just pill. shows if you come work for Mike Norvell, you're probably going to get a promotion. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably going to get paid. Uh, Carlos Lachlan earlier. Uh, just most recent Carlos Lachlan to Western Kentucky. And then also Brandon Harris. Going to they both got they both got on field coaching jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they yeah. went from off field to on field, which yeah. is a heck of a promotion. Yeah, yeah, most certainly, and to some good gigs too. You're doing um, something right. Yeah, you're doing something right, but it just goes to show, you know, you're gonna if and it also attracts people to come work under you. And so how, how come we never talked about Brandon Harris at, at Florida State? You know, that kid is just a Miami kid. His family, everything. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just find it find it weird. Kind of flew under the radar. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I find it weird. Coach Coley at at Miami, you know, he's a Florida State guy, graduated from Florida State. It's, it's just weird. It's weird to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the other side, someone coming into Tallahassee. We all know this name. I'm very excited about him. great guy. Uh, was a great player too. Nate Andrews is actually going to be joining Mike Norbell's staff as a graduate assistant. Uh, he'll be working with the DBs, obviously. He was a previous Florida State DB. He actually was uh, at Tennessee for, I believe, two years, I want to say, if I'm correct on that. Uh, but Nate Andrews is going to be coming home to Tallahassee, and uh, a lot of people are excited. A lot of the fans are excited to have him. and be He'll be working with the DBs. Los, you obviously were around nasty. Nate a little bit. <laughs> That's nasty Nate, man. Yeah. That's nasty hey. Nate. When Nate got on campus – Nate was the oddball in the defensive back room. <laughs> Quiet, kept to himself. He had number 29 on, and and, and Garden and Gold, it just didn't look too appealing, put it that way. But um, <laughs> he came in with Pruitt, and, and Pruitt wanted to learn how to play money, learn how to play star. And Nate learned how to play it to the point where you could never take him off the field. I think he led the team in interceptions his freshman year. I mm-hmm. mean, he was a pivotal role. I mean, fumble recovery, return, interceptions. I mean, Nate was the kind of – the diamond in the rough went to the senior bowl. I mean, under the radar kind of guy, why he never got a real chance to play in the league. Who knows? But I mean, he learned fast. He played faster. I mean, he wasn't the biggest guy. He wasn't going to outrun everybody, but he was going to give you 110% and he was going to know his alignment assignment and technique. 
and he was a great teammate on top of that and a really good friend. Yeah, no, I think it's great to have a guy that's been around a, a winning program before in Florida State days when he was here. Uh, goes out, learns a little bit in the SEC, comes back now, is able to be in that DB room and kind of show him, yay, we weren't doing on this mess in the locker room when we were winning. I think that uh, – I like it. I think it's a really solid uh, addition for Mike Norvell, Coach Woodson, DB coach. Uh, Mike Norvell – Overall, bring in some of these former guys, definitely since they have some experience in their um, in their work field coming from Tennessee. Come down here and uh, be in that locker room with them and show them what, what, what it was like, man. I think, I think it's going to play a big role. Mm-hmm. Shout out shout out to the Discord for breaking the news. Discord's all over it. It wasn't even us. It was just people in the Discord. <laughs> just, just users. They die. I mean, they check everything. He, he, uh- I'd be interested to hear some stories from him in the last couple of years of Tennessee. <laughs> I bet there's some funny stuff. There. A lot of McDonald's yeah. bags. Yeah. 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 All you got to do is how much money do y'all actually put in those bags? <laughs> uh, recruiting updates. There's a few in here that's Dustin's late in here, but obviously the big one, Aaron Hester, legacy commit, three-star defensive end. Picks Florida State on his 17th birthday. That was today, earlier at 5 p.m. Hester's father, Ron, well, played his, bir- at his birthday was all day. So, well, not it just, really didn't not start at 5 p.m. It didn't really start until he committed <laughs> to Florida State. It didn't really start. He probably would admit to it. It wouldn't start until 5 p.m. when he announced. Uh, but his father, Ron, played at Florida State and was a sixth round NFL draft pick in 1982. But he's going to be coming in. Florida State, it's always good to get legacy commits like this. But it seems like he's got. Uh, some juice to him too. Uh, Nate, Dustin, what do y'all think about the pickup for Florida State? Obviously, you can't ever go wrong with more pass rushers. Go ahead, Dustin. You go first. Yeah, like you said, Logan, you never you can never go along with more or never go wrong <laughs> with more pass rushers. Jesus. Um, Aaron Hester joins Nigel Lee Kelly as the second defensive end pickup so far for Florida State in this 2022 class. Um, Hester is likely to be a Fox at the next level. So, you know, he's, he's fitting in at a position where Florida state definitely needs some help. And as a legacy commit, it's, it's a great grab for Florida state early in the 2022 class. Hopefully he replies to my DMs. So we can do an interview. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that, um, I, I think it's a really, really, really solid take after, you know, what, what you brought in the portal and then what you have, Coming in in the class, uh, I, th- I think definitely he is a he's a fox for this defense. Um, you know, six three, like two thirty right now. I think he's going to have to get to two fifty five, two sixty. But if you watch, if you watch him, he's really really good with his hands. I think he's a, you can tell he's been coached up really well. Um, guy had what ten and a half sacks in eight games this year, so he's productive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for for Florida State. It's it's a it's a W for one, you know. Everyone kind of gives him a, a lot of crap about not leading these legacies, you know. I, I get it; he's not a big four or five star kid, but I think he's going to emerge at his senior year. But what's important to me is that he's a football player first and foremost. I don't care about the star right now. I care about the fact he's a football player. Thank God he's he, not a tennis player playing defensive end, and he plays violent. Like he he's a violent football player. And plays with a ton of energy. So, you know, when you're trying to build your team, that's what you need. Yeah, so it's it's a great take. 
Dustin, you thought it was funny. I'm laughing at the Discord. But... I'm laughing oh. at the Discord too. The Discord's <laughs> cracking me up right now. Oh, oh I, thought, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Uh, but yeah, he's actually the fourth commit so far in the 2022 class, and now puts number nine in the seven. country. Number nine, baby. Number nine, Los. You, you, you get you get Shaw. It's up to number six. Yeah, speaking of Marishaw, 2022 four-star quarterback, like we talked about last week, Nico Marishaw just recently visited Florida State, also the Gators before that. But right after his visit to Florida State, he said, ah, there's one more thing, I, or he said there's only one last thing to do. He announced that he's going to be closing his decision with Florida State. Um, he's going to pick him between Florida, Arizona State, and the Rutgers what, what's the mascot for the Rutgers? What are those? Scarlet Knights. Why would, why would he pick anywhere else? You Let's be honest. Florida's crumbling. Like their stadium's going to fall to pieces just like their program. Okay. <laughs> Arizona. It was on fire. It was on fire once Arizona. Arizona State. Even worse. Hey, except um, for the chicks, though. I mean, um, the chicks there are bad. Nah, Bro. man. Her, her, her's feeling good out there, though. I, I'm surprised. You know, plays to win the game. Yeah. Um, and then you got Rutgers. You go freeze up there. You want to. Yeah. Go up there and freeze in Jersey. Yeah. Uh, I will say that, you these know, guys, ten- Tennessee screwed the pooch, not taking uh, um, Shiano as their coach a couple of years ago. You know, all that politics. No, yeah. man. Pruitt was the right call. No, they just did it the wrong way. Nah. Shiano is a great college coach, man. He is, but so is Pruitt. Y'all. Yeah. Nah, so Pruitt's <laughs> a great defensive coordinator. I, I Pruitt, think we see, we see him now uh, as a head coach of what he is. Pruitt's a mess. He's a mess. Hey, can I be honest with you though? Tammany man can't recruit. Oh, he can recruit. You know, that's great, but he's also you got to have a coaching staff too, though. Maybe your coaching staff got to coach better. I'm just saying, Pruitt to the I Jets, think, right? I think overall, he didn't do a yeah. terrible job at Tennessee. I, I you chose think, to go to the SEC and be a head coach. That's your fault, number one. I would never do yeah. it. I don't want to play Bama and Florida every year in Georgia. Whoa, in you Auburn, just said Florida's crumbling. LSU. You just said Florida's crumbling. I wouldn't crumbling. do it. I, 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 mean, I, I think his ego got a hold of him. His ego got a hold of him. But, okay, hey. but that's but, uh, uh, he's a bad coach. But uh, No, I'm not saying he's not a bad coach at all. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. Right? Clearly, some guys can't be a head coach. Some guys, maybe, maybe that's why Bud Foster never became a head coach because he knew he knew that he couldn't do the job. Cash, your question, Nate. Brandon Venables, man. Go ahead. Can't do it. Go ahead. Do you do you think that Rex Ryan was a good head coach in the NFL? I think that he did a great job of that. The organization did a great job of building that team. I asked you a question, Nate. Do you think he was a good head coach? <laughs> no, I don't. I know I do not. Okay. He they, likes okay. feet, though. Okay. What? He likes feet. Yeah. This is true. D. Lou, why do you even, why do you know that? Oh, that's a running joke. I do. I do my research. Sam Ponder made fun of him for it on one Monday Night Countdown. It was pretty funny. Wow, like feet. Yeah, must have missed that. That's awkward. That is awkward. Let, let me ask that's... you a question, Carlos. <laughs> what 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 did you see other than recruiting, which we can now see has probably been all cash related? What makes you think that he's a a decent head coach? Yes, he he's had draft picks in the draft. He had guys get Tennessee's always gonna have draft picks. No, no, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. They're always gonna have draft picks. No, they're not. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, so 
It's more, it's, it's more D2 and D3 from, schools getting draft picks than Tennessee right now. From, Don't do that. Fans, he's had guys go. Don't do that. Tennessee always had guys flying out of there. Don't do that. He's always had draft picks. Promise you. I froze for a second because that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tennessee did not. No, I'm not buying. Silence. Tennessee's <laughs> never been relevant to me. Uh, I don't think it's a relevant program. Not our saying, time. I, I, I'm just saying that I don't think that Coach Pruitt. I, I, I think his his ceiling is a defensive coordinator. Yeah, you I think for Kirby Smart. Uh, I think Kirby Smart is. Mark Rex should stay on offense. I, I, I think many Kirby Smart stay on defense. Ruined his career by not. Choosing Justin Fields. Correct. You kind of screwed up there. But I can't say that. I can't say that because they had a backfield full of first round running backs. Yeah, but let's be honest here. You don't need Justin Fields. You're going to run the ball 40 times a game with four running backs. Let's be honest, Nate. Yeah, but would you rather have a quarterback that can stretch the field or Jake Fromm? Yeah, yeah, you got to be able to throw the ball in the SEC. If you're going to be a game, you need a game manager to run the football. You take That's the best Pittsburgh quarterback you can. Jake Fromm manages the game while they Jake run. Fromm, where's Jake Fromm at right now? Where's Jake Fromm at, Los? Jake Fromm is in Buffalo celebrating the AFC East title. <laughs> That's a third strainer. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's getting paid, Austin. <laughs> He's at the best job in the world. He's getting paid the best job in the world. Him and Matt Barkley are up in that snow cap, <laughs> freezing with checks in their pocket. Leave them boys alone. Spending all their money on pocket hand warmers. Hey, hey Chase Daniel hey. ain't loving his job right now. Pagula signing him. Hey, what's our prediction for four-star quarterback Nico Marchiol? What do we got? Florida State? It's Marchiol. It's Marchiol. I've I'm not like listening to you on pr- pronunciations, not Dustin. There's no chance. No, he he tweeted it. I'm just saying it because he tweeted today. He said the way to pronounce my name is Markio. You still uh, pronounce Odell Hagens, Odell Haggins. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I, I switch it up. <laughs> you don't. You were the number one person that screws up people's names. So you don't <laughs> well, get to talk. <laughs> I think it's. I'm reading it from his Twitter page, but I'm I'm predicting him to commit to Florida you, State. You stalk him? Are his okay. notifications on? Do you turn his notifications on? I got yours on too, bro. Yeah, I, got listen, your, I, got, on. I got yours on. Austin's on. Nate's on. I feel Logan's. special, man. No game day. Everyone else well, is in no his game phone day. Battery. I feel so bad for his phone. That phone battery. Transfer portal. After the visit, game days? I have, to come to I, I have a I have a whole other feed of just people's notifications. So I'm watching I, I, you. I, I think that the writing's on the wall where he where he goes. Okay. Florida State. I I I, I still think that you know Florida State takes two in this class. Um, but I think that, you know, they've targeted him for a while. And, and, and what's interesting, you know, this is, you know, I think everyone knows that, you know, CJ over at, at Unconquered Talk, you know, he's really tight with some, some people over at Clemson. And, you know, there's a lot of a lot of heavy debate on, on who Forest State should be taking at quarterback. And I'm not saying that Clemson is the end-all, be-all in terms of their recruit board. But it's just interesting to hear another – coaching staff's perspective you know they have have nico number four on their board and they don't have mj morris at all on the board so it's just interesting to see those and hear those kinds of things interesting interesting yeah. for sure you know so just, just let it all unfold and see how what happens absolutely uh are we doing a let me ask you a question segment nate let me ask you a question segment Is they kind of kind of did it they kind of just went at it i feel like uh, I mean, we can always have a discussion. 
Those I'm sure Car- Carlos has a few saved. I'm sure. There's probably some. Uh, I got a okay. couple. I have a couple, and I'm trying to find out which one I want to ask. You me. hold. You hold on to him. You hold on to him. We can go through the NFL part real quick. Yeah, let's run through the think, NFL. Think about a good. Think about a good one and actually get some sparks flying. We gotta get some sparks flying. Last week's was too sweet. Felt like I, I was you. at a. Felt like I was in a Chick Fil A playground. It's too sweet. Wow. Chick-fil-A. How's that? that sandwich, bro? Great transition. We needed that transition, actually. I was Come trying to now. find, I was trying to make a transition. Sadly, I had to go to like a child playground to do so, but here I am. Uh, the grilled. What does Chick-fil-A. that even mean? What? No, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. We're, we're heading in a bad direction. But uh, <laughs> tried out the grilled spicy deluxe. Talk about yummy, yummy. I mean, you gotta go sp- spicy cob. With Place? avocado ranch. Hey, no, this is their new release, though. You got to give it a try. Once you're out of training, once you have your cheat day, it's still grilled, though. It's still good it's for grilled? you. It's grilled. Yeah, it's grilled. It's grilled. Grilled spicy. Comes with okay. lettuce. You get your veggies. You get some tomatoes. You also get, uh, I got it in my hand. It's a great, like, stress uh, ball to cilantro, lime right Bro, there. They, they didn't give me the sauce. Oh, I got two pack. I got four packets. They, gave they saw you packets. and said you don't need any more sauce. I wanted, I wanted the sauce, and they didn't, get, they didn't give me any damn sauce or uh, sauce. Dry sauce. No. Yeah, no, this is. Uh, it was very good. Delicious. I, specific, I specifically was like, "Can y'all put the sauce in <laughs> yeah. the bag for me?" And uh, no sauce. Oh, you don't need any more, like Austin said. Oh man. You probably didn't need sauce, probably, dude. It would have helped, dude. That sandwich, <laughs> was, that sandwich was spicy. You needed, you needed some kind of something to kind of cooling, bro. Mellow it over. Nah, I love. I usually get the regular spicy deluxe. So, and I'm trying to get in shape before I smoke loose in a race. So, uh, the grill is coming in, and the the never grill wary. is cut. Huh? Never worry. In your life, will you beat me in a race? Never in your life. You just wait. Please we're stop gonna set, telling We're going to set it up. We're setting it up. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about setting it up. It's going to happen uh, soon, folks. Don't let Logan just keep juicing it. It's going to happen. We're really going to do this, and we're going to shoot it live. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're going to do it. Matter of fact, we're going. We're going to raise the spring West game. Tennessee Street Chick Fil A parking lot. Yeah, spring, hey, game. spring game. Weekend? It should be spring game. <laughs> spring game weekend. That spring Friday game. Before it. West spring Tennessee game. Street Chick Fil A parking lot. Now depends on now if we're doing it on game day. We got to do it before. I eat, but most certainly drink. Sure. I can beat you drunk. Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you want, bro. Whatever you want. You're gonna need some enhancements. So we're gonna we're gonna record that. Yeah. Oh, we're going live. Here the spirit presented by Nose Game Day. (laughs) Hey, we racing. How many times do I gotta tell you? Spring game. West Tennessee Street, Chick-fil-A parking lot. You heard we're going to the parking lot. We're going to get hit by. Cars. We're going to get hit by a car once in a season. Be busy parking lot on busy. game day. I'm going to get, get hit out there, once. Knows game day. Touch that property and hear the spirits out there. We're shutting down the parking lot for this race. I'm oh, telling you right now. Love you, that. You, you think I won't stop traffic? You're going to hit me? No. <laughs> You've already been hit by a car like two months ago. That was on. That was different. Did she hit you? <laughs> that person. That, did you find out it was your wife? Was that your wife that hit you? My wife was inside. Nice try, funny guy. But no, that person tried to hit me. That person was trying to take me out. The Lord knew what he was doing. I've been on a different path since then. <laughs> All right, NFL I'll conference. NFL conference championship. Don't worry, we're gonna get the the race is gonna happen. I think I think spring game weekend is perfect timing. Uh, NFL conference championship recap. 
Obviously, we talked about earlier the Bills tried to hang with the Chiefs, just couldn't happen. Josh Allen really wasn't with it that night. Is what it is. Is what it is. And he didn't have no receivers. I mean, let's be honest. It was it was it was messed up all around. The game plan the game plan was to shut down Stephon Diggs, and they didn't have a true running game. I mean, TJ Young hasn't played in how many games? Yeah, and then, and then wasn't, I mean, uh, and started. They didn't even. And, uh, and then Singletary, I mean, you kind of missing Moss that one-two punch. So if you kind of shut down Diggs, you kind of shut down the rest of the receiver core. I mean, you're gonna have to make those guys get open and make plays. And not saying they're not great contributors, but they're not Diggs. Put it that way. And so, it came out after the game that Cole Beasley played with a broken fibula. So, I mean, I mean that so receiver that, core was banged up. That's t- uh, that takes a lot of heart right there. Like you go out there with a broken leg and playing. I mean. That's, I mean, that's that's gutsy right there. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay was able to hold off the uh, Packers somehow. Aaron Rodgers has his first chance at a home uh, NFC NFC championship, and he's now zero and one at home. Doesn't seem to be so great in playoffs. He he's very much like Donovan McNabb. One and five yeah. now. Uh, 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 I think he's one and four. One and four, whatever it is. Yeah. You know? I, I, I think a lot of people need to step off his greatness. I know, you know, wins is not Whoa. really perfect. Aaron Rodgers. Whoa. Listen, listen. Whoa. Listen, Stop. Let, me fin- let me finish. Stop. Stop. Quarterback wins is not a statistic, but at the same time, the, the GOATs still Stop. Those Stop. How many Super Bowls Jim Kelly got? I don't think he's an all-time great. How, he, he's not? No. What about Marino? Go go fall go fall in the hole, Nate. Go fall in the hole. Like you need to go <laughs> dig a hole outside, and your wife needs to just put you in the hole. Like dead serious. You say Jim Kelly's not a great. What about Dan Marino? Great. What about what about Dan Marino? <laughs> he's the exception. But wh- why is he an exception? Never won a Super Bowl. Never won a Super Bowl. Why is he the exception, Nate? Because that's biased. Because you have a bias, <laughs> Nate. Let's be honest. You have a bias. Yeah, bias. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa. So so it's been it's been an all time great. Big Ben. Yeah. Oh, no. Two times no, Why? Why uh, is he all time great? He's not even the best still a quarterback ever. Crash That's crazy. Him. You're ridiculous. I really can't believe yeah. you said yeah. that Jim Kelly is not an all time great. I think he's an all time great. You're I ridiculous. Even, I wouldn't even in the top fifteen. Erroneous. So you I said it's it, I, I, I get it. You're Bill's mafia, but come on, man. Don't be a homer. So you say Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is not well, an all time great. No, no. I did not say that. I said we had to step away from him being all this talk about this year about him being an all-time great when he can't he can't win. He's got all-time great physical traits. Yes, I mean the all, like, the like, arm like, accuracy. Like, it's a all quarterback, there. Like physically and on the field, yes, he's an all-time great. But I, I think you have to consider W's as part of that. When yeah, Aaron Rodgers, the number one position, earth, the number one position, he's going in to be considered an all-time great. The number one position in sports, you have to get some W's. That's just my opinion. He's, my had, he's had no excuse not to have more than one Super Bowl. In Correct. Green Bay. As much as I hate that franchise and that team I and hate, colors, I hate Green okay. Bay. They yeah, need I'm to gonna, have more than one. Okay, I'm going to crush their argument in the same sentence because every everybody on here, I guarantee at one some point in time, has watched his draft and been like, they've done trash for him. They, they give did him last no year. help. So, they whoa, did whoa, whoa. last year. So, hold on, hold on. so off the muscle. So you get a quarterback drafted this year to your roster. You mm-hmm. go out and play your butt off. You're not considered an all-time great in how you performed. Mm-hmm. You got you got Devontae Adams, one top three in the league right now, hands down. 
I mean, don't, your defense is playing pretty. I mean, ex- playing well, but the you numbers and how game. you the numbers and how you've played all season, your numbers and how you played all season. That that that's yeah, like you choke in the playoffs. You choke when it matters. Because you, 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 you lost to Tom. You lost to Tom. You lost to Tom. You lost even this year. You lost to Tom this year. You lost to a forty-year-old Tom Brady. You lost to Tom. You lost to Tom's defense. You didn't lose to Tom. So this is three interceptions. Listen to how you sound. This man has been to how many Super Bowls? That's great. It's Tom Brady. It's yeah, like and Tom, it's, it's, Tom Brady it's, gave it's, him it's that game on there. a silver platter. Come on, LeBron. He said, here you go, Aaron. Uh-huh. Here, Aaron. Here's three turnovers at home. Chance to get the W, and you can't do it. That's defense, you let me bro. beat you. That's defense. defense. That's defense. I can't help that that's defense by the Buccaneers. They got a good defensive staff dude, and a good dude, game plan. Dude, I can't help that. Aaron Rodgers on the sideline said, get me the ball. I can't help that. And they get him the ball, and he doesn't I can't help that. Uh, hey, they, can, they they got two interceptions on both drives. They did not get a uh, first down. Yes. So, so Aaron Rodgers asked the defense on TV. He, you can see his mouth, get me the ball back. And he doesn't do sh- jack hey, with it. Oh, oh, well, that happens all the time. No, it doesn't. It, 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 that happens. Well, I, who? who? I, 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 hey, hey, bro, y'all get me the ball it. back. So if that, if that's Tom Brady, Tom Brady's going to go get that score. If that's Joe Montana, he's going to get that score. Can I ask you a question, though? Patrick Holmes, he's going to get that score. John Elway, he's going to get that score. What always happens, Nate? Steve Young, he's going to get that score. They get the ball back. Tom gets the ball back. It don't matter. He gets the ball back. Aaron Rodgers choked. His defense gets him the ball back. He choked on the foot long. Every time that Tom needs to put points on the board, his team gets the ball back. It doesn't matter. He's an all-time player. You're wild. Outside and together. Tim Kelly and his over four in the Super Bowl. Hey, I think I think Nate playing sugar big low. chicken eggs. I think playing his sugar's eggs. low. I think Nate sugar's low. Nah, I'm perfectly fine. His sugar's <laughs> low. He's over there sweating. I'm perfectly. Get, hey, tell you what, get great, some Kool-Aid. Man. Hey, I'm <laughs> telling you, all-time great. He's not an all. You're sick. I didn't say that he's not an all-time great. I said we got to back off the talk of him being one no. of all-time great. You can't for what? For, back it off for what? He's a choke artist. <laughs> Are y'all excited for the t- Super Bowl? I, I feel like getting into the getting to the getting to the championship game, point blank period, after playing 17 weeks of football is an accomplishment. It, it is an accomplishment. It, it, it is. So it I is. don't care if you go and lose four times in a row, Great job. but you've gotten there every single year. You've beaten everybody in your conference but every all, single year. All time the best. Doesn't all-time matter. Time <laughs> championships. They do. So why why has it been an all-time great? So how Aaron not an all-time great? He's won a championship. He's a one. champion. Super doesn't matter. He's a champion. He's a one-one. He's a champion. That's great. Get I think out Aaron, of here. Listen, I think Aaron Rodgers is one of the top Barely. six or seven quarterbacks. Spare me, ever. but Dan Marino's the exception to the rule. Man has never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, spare me. But he, but he's an all-time put, great. He's put, a Hall put of Famer. Put Dan Marino on Super Bowl. They put Dan Marino on those Cowboys teams. You can't argue. You never won a Super Bowl. Dan Marino on those Cowboy teams. Man, out of here. Don't want to ten in a row. Hold on, would you say put put him on? He has to change rosters. Yeah, this ain't bad. Get, you're, you're talking about building you're, a team. You're talking here. about building teams earlier. Get out of here. Miami so, did a horrible job building a team around Dan Marino. The power the whole. We're even alive. <laughs> I watched them play. Dig a hole right now. No, I, I'm, I'm straight. I'm straight right now. Are you <laughs> damn? What? Tim Kelly sucks. Okay. <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger, garbage. Hey, hey, yeah. you, hey, right, you smoke, hey, 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 Nate, hey, Nate. Time to move on. I know you on that gas over there, dog. <laughs> yeah. 
you're on that good gas because you for, talk for all reckless. y'all wondering who I think the best quarterback is, Joe Montana. You're talking oh. reckless, Peyton Manning. Reckless, Peyton Manning's the spare me. Yeah, time to move on. Spare uh, me. Quick, super, Denver quick had to win him a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes. Bob Miller had to win him a Super Bowl. That Patrick defense Mahomes. won him a Super Mahomes. Bowl. He didn't even win that Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes. Oh my God! He played Jesus. terrible. Peyton played like trash in Denver that year. You know that. Let, that defense won guess. that Super Bowl. You probably think Troy Aikman is an all-time great, don't you? No, not even close. I hate the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you uh, being a homer? Why are you being a homer? Who? <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, who? Tenth, tenth, tenth Super Bowl for I hate this guy. We already know. I'm not going to say his name, but tenth Super TV Bowl for that 12, guy, baby. I'm gonna say it for you, Tom. Uh, Tampa Tom Brady has a Super Bowl versus at home, folks. Tom Tampa Brady. has a Super Bowl at home. It's staying in him. Tampa. Good for Good him. No he get home early. <laughs> yep. How much it's staying home, Tom? baby. How much, how much? How much do you think he paid for his Botox? Probably a lot. A lot. Quite a bit. Gillette commercials, baby. Yeah, uh, but that's going on February sixth. We'll give our like you know our full breakdown of that. You know, we're not a hater we we're, we're, we're big NFL people. We love, watch a lot of NFL, obviously. He's going back to back, man. Back I mean, to that, back. That's gonna be... He's not beating TB12, baby. Not in the yeah. backyard. Super Bowl stays They're in Tampa. Super Bowl stays good. in Tampa, baby. Uh, Mahomes stays in Tampa. Mm. Mahomes goes for 400 yards. <laughs> it's a done deal. <laughs> Spare me. Tyree Kill, 250. Book it. Wow! I'm excited. Good for Tampa. Good for Tampa. You know, you know, they they, they finally do everything they need to, in order to win a championship, and that's what happens. You know, they finally nut it. up. Took about ten years of loser blood uh, franchise <laughs> to actually man up and do something, and they do it. And look where you're at. It's funny how that works. Uh, meanwhile, um, I can't wait for the Saints versus the Bucks next year, or wherever Jameis goes. But it's probably gonna be the Saints versus the Bucks, and uh, Jameis smokes them by probably 550 yards. D. Lou, you see how they just blow past the fact that Tampa's playing in their backyard. You know what I'm saying? They're right With there. No Tom can win the game. Tom's gonna win the Super Bowl and go party on his yacht. Right, Out right now I'm right now I'm feeling Tampa for sure. Yes, just because of the way their their defense responded in that fourth quarter after Tom Brady's turnovers, and you know I don't expect Tom Brady to have another another second half like that again, especially in the Super Bowl. So. I don't know. I think I think Tampa. I think it's going to be close. It's going to be a good game, but I think Tampa's going to edge it out in the end. I think we'll the see. goat. I think the goat takes it home. We'll see. We'll give our predictions. Next yes, week. I do think that Patrick Mahomes takes it home. He's, He's not correct. the goat. Please stop. Hang the <laughs> right you, you are stop. correct. Stop you are it. correct. Thank why, you. Why do you do this every Thank week? Thank you. You are correct. You say the right stuff, Nate. <laughs> Thank I swear, you. you sit at home, you thinking <laughs> Thank you. what I'm going to say on Thursday to get low, just to kick Thank it you. off. And you do it every week. <laughs> they had to come. You know what? You watch first take. Then you watch first take. He's the goat. He's not the goat. He's not. No, I hate first take. Skip I knew he was going to say that. I love first take. No. Stephen A's my that, boy. That is the worst show. I hate it. That's no, the worst not. show no, in not. the history of television. No, it's not. I like Stephen A. I've always been a fan of Stephen A. First take. Oh, yeah. I love Stephen A. Max like Kellerman him. is. First, first take. We know, is we, we've bad. seen your first Twitter. Take is as bad as Jim Kelly at quarterback. <laughs> is what? <laughs> what? You ever seen the 30 for 30 to Four Rivers? <laughs> so when they played it early in the year, Kansas City was up 17 nothing in the first quarter. Don't none of that. I ain't hearing none of that. 
I mean, Mahomes, you need to hear, you need to hear. Mahomes went for 462 yards. I'm not hearing none okay. of that. Tyreek Hill went for 13 catches okay. for 270 okay. yards. It's going to be a question, repeat. Nate, did, you think, did you think Buffalo was going to be playing against Kansas City in that championship game? I, I thought Kansas City hard. was going to win. No, no. Did you think Did you think before season started that Buffalo was going to be in the AFC championship? Did you? Yes, I did. I said oh, it. Don't look of get course. the hell out of here. Cool. Logan. 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 Logan, you know hey, for a fact that, before that, season that started, asinine. before that season asinine. started, that when I was asinine. still working at Township, we had talked mm-hmm. about it. That's asinine. Uh, hey, I was under the influence. I was under the oh, influence, wow. Lewis. Hey, listen, Dino, you said it. See, hey, you know what, though? Y'all two always no. teaming up against me. No, It's okay. No, no, no. <laughs> and Dino stays quiet. No. And Austin no. don't talk unless it's basketball. Just beat yeah, up on no. Carlos. It's all good. I, I said enough about the Bills last week when I said they're the Utah Jazz of the NFL. I, 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 and they followed it up. They oh. proved it. Wow. They proved it. Don't say no, this is basketball, Austin. You wow. Just talk about basketball. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey, speaking of basketball, let's run to this for our last segment of the night. Florida State right now is on a tear in the ACC, absolutely annihilating people doing it and free entertainment. I mean, these tickets need to cost more with the dunks that are being put down. But, I mean, these posters have been nasty. <laughs> The last couple of weeks, uh, Florida State beats Miami rival 81 to 59 at home. Uh, we don't really need to talk about the Clemson score because I don't have it listed on here and there's not really even any reason to. You can just say Florida State annihilated uh, Clemson. But Florida State right now is on a roll, Austin. We recapped that on Saturday. Yeah, we did. Really did it it's a recap on Saturday. I mean, Florida State's won their last five games by more than 18 points a game. And they're all conference games. And it's not like it's bad teams. It's not like you're playing Boston College, Wake Forest, Notre Dame. You know, it's Clemson, Louisville, Carolina, NC State. Miami sucks, but, you know, they they had six healthy players or seven. It, it was a mismatch all night. Florida State was sleepwalking half of the game and still won by 22. Mm-hmm. They're three point, they became the first team all season and beat Miami without shooting 36% or better from three. They shot just 33%. Miami was hitting some insane shots that they should not have hit. The fact they even got to 50 points is insane considering how bad their offense was last night. You had one three that hit off the top of the backboard and rolled in. <laughs> you had another one hand in his face. It was Raekwon Gray's hand. Who's, that's a big hand. Nailed it. Step back in the short corner on the right side. Nailed it. They should have really only scored about 30, 35 points. The fact they got to 50 was borderline impressive. Um there's, there's, there wasn't really much to take away from it other than the Florida State's still just freight, tra- freight training teams. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's fun to watch. I, it's been that way for a couple of years, but right now it just seems like Florida State's on a trend. And I know we said this last week, but they're on a trend. And I think Leonard knows it too. We were talking about earlier in the season, you know, they just got to find who fits where, uh, which schemes is working the best, but it seems like to me, right, Austin and Dustin, that it seems like they've kind of starting to get that figured out, and we haven't even seen Polite either. Yeah. Starting. I haven't seen Polite since the Carolina game. Yep. And we weren't sure if we were going to see MJ this game because of the head injury he had against Clemson. I kind of had a feeling he was going to play because he was still doing TV interviews. You know, he, he was still doing a whole bunch of social media stuff, so I had a feeling he was playing. But to see him play last night and score 11 points, look efficient, was good to see. And, I mean, not only did he play, he played the most minutes out of anyone on Florida State's entire roster last night. And, you know, he he didn't look like he missed a beat at all ever since that injury. But really, really the show for me last night was uh, Raekwon Gray and Malik Osborne 
both coming away with double doubles. Osborne had 11 points and 10 rebounds. Raquan Gray had 10 points and 11 rebounds. And man, it just seemed like the entire game on both ends, they were everywhere on the glass, on defense, and then, I mean, on offense as well. I think we, we talked about it a little bit on Saturday, but I mean, Malik Osborne has just continued to grow more and more comfortable switching between that four and five spot. And it seems like he, he's finally found his spot in this offense. And you can tell that he's really feeling good where his game is at right now. I think the most impressive guy was the guy that got the second most minutes last night. And that was Sadar Calhoun. Yeah. The last few minutes, he's finally getting minutes. I've been saying all season, if we get this guy minutes, he's going to make an impact. Last game against Clemson, he had 17 minutes, had, what, 14 points, I think? 13 points, something like that. Last night, 25 minutes, second most on the team. 11 points, which tied for the most on the team. Florida State had four guys in double figures. None of them had more than 11, which is impressive. But he's just got, he's got that quick quick twitch in him that you really need from front, some of these guys. Got a very quick, tri- very quick trigger. And his three-point shot's arguably the best on a team that has a lot of really good shooters. Mm-hmm. And I think the more minutes he gets and the more confident he gets, the more ACC teams are going to be like, oh, God, they got another one. Yeah, and I mean, he looks really confident out there, but funny moment last night whenever he missed that breakaway <laughs> dunk after the steal, and the whole team just looked so embarrassed. <laughs> well, it's because he had that one insane alley-oop finish. It was a horrible pass from, I forget who it was, MJ maybe? Just a horrible pass that he somehow caught and threw it in. <laughs> a freak athlete. Looks like a football Which, player. We didn't see this last year. You know, I, I watched a ton of his Juco tape because he would send it to me so I could send out some clips. And you, I mean, you saw him on step backs and some layups that, yeah, he's a good athlete. You didn't see stuff like that where he's finishing alley-oops one-handed that are six feet behind the backboard. It looks like it, to me, like watching Calhoun, sorry, Austin, watching Calhoun, I don't know if it does for y'all, but he looks like he's just continuously he's got those salts somewhere on him like he's sniffing salts like <laughs> in between like timeouts i think he is like we need to make sure he's checked like five hour energy shots he's taking something monster energy like something's in his uh drink but he like it just seems like he's like jittery and he's on some different kind of level he, he moves is a he from million here? miles an hour is he from here are you allowed to do salts on the side are you allowed to do that uh, NCAA? i have no idea probably oh. right maybe no idea. i think so i think we need to check him I need to check him. I'm worried. I'm not worried. I'm not. I'm worried about him, but you know, he's doing a great job. But some people think he moves healthy. too. Some people think he moves too fast, which I don't think is possible in college basketball. He's the on the verge. You, the faster you go, to me, I think is better, especially if for a team like Florida State that wants to play fast, but they don't always do. I think he's going to be huge in you know a couple of weeks when we play Virginia. Mm-hmm. His shooting, his athleticism. If he plays another 20, 25 minutes and plays like he has these last couple of games. He's going to give them some issues. There's a uh, ring. Some of the YouTube chat on here. Shout out to our YouTube people. Mendoza's in here saying Malik and Dar have been putting in, putting on the past couple of games. Love to see it. Them and Scotty will be drafted. Scotty. I mean, we have, haven't even talked about Scotty for like the last three weeks. They, they moved him to the bench following his ankle injury, which I think it's helped the entire team. You give Raekwon Evans confidence. And he's been playing really well these last few weeks. The starters haven't missed a beat because they got a guy that knows how to spread the ball around because he knows the offense. And then Scotty gets to see the other team's game plan before he gets in the game and can adjust before he gets into the game. He's scoring 11 points off the bench. Yeah, so once he comes in in the game, 
He can attack. He can attack. His vision's still on a completely another level, and he could just pick apart these defenses. Miami was doing some tricky things, just back-to-back possessions. They'd be switching defenses from man to zone to matchup zone, back to a two-three, back to a man, back to a matchup zone. They're doing a whole bunch of different things, and Scotty was just picking it apart when he got the in the small, game. The small piece of the game I got to watch. I mean, he was taking it to the board. I mean, yeah. attacking the rim. I mean, setting himself up slowly, and then then attacking the rim. He had, I think, six points in like his first. Three possessions, like I mean, he went three for three the first three times he touched the ball. So yeah, I mean, he's, he's added aggressive. this little, he's added this little baby skyhook, and I love it because he's, he's six nine and he's getting guarded by guys that are six two six three. He's got the size, just put it up there, and it was working last night. You said they play, you said they played aggressive all week throughout competition. So I mean, it kind of showed taking it to the rack, and as a point, you know, it, it shows aggression toward. For, I mean, from the whole team. Yeah, and they're gonna need it because uh, it was announced. Last night after the game that the pick game got rescheduled for February 6th, which may or may not have called it if you follow me on Twitter or in the Discord. So you're saying you're a wizard. I'm kind of saying I'm a wizard. I've been on the money all week. Between that, I called the Vegas spread for the Miami game, nailed it 11 and a half. And if Miami scored four more points, I would have had the score perfectly. I said 81-63. It was 81-59. So you're saying that we need to do some lottery with you, maybe you need to start calling some lottery. If it's Florida State related, yeah. I'm getting a lot of cloud on Twitter. I'm saying the Powerball, what was it, like $700 million or whatever it was last oh, week? Oh, no. If we got that, there'd be a That's new the kind of money facility. I'm looking for. That's a lottery I want. There'd be Austin, a new Florida State basketball want. facility if I got that kind of money. Can you predict those numbers for us? Yeah, can you get those numbers, uh, for, numbers for us so we can get over there? So you're saying we need to have a betting segment? Like, geez. We could. We could. We might have to. We really could. Yeah, with this, we, these next four games, all four on the road, at Georgia Tech, at Boston College, at Pitt, at Virginia Tech, they're going to need to keep being aggressive, especially against Georgia Tech. That has this weird 1-3-1 defense that molds into a man. They're going to have to keep being aggressive. They played really well against Georgia Tech last time out, beat them by 13, shot the ball well. You know, my, Miami was one of the worst teams in giving up three-pointers in the conference. Georgia Tech is the worst. As long as Florida State keeps shooting the ball like they have these last five games, I think they'll be fine. But Georgia Tech's playing with some confidence. Even though they've lost two in a row, those two games were at Duke and at Virginia. Those aren't bad losses. They're still playing really well. Yeah. I'm interested to see. We were talking about in the production meeting, but for this, for these last four games, you're at Georgia Tech, then you're at Boston College, you're at Pittsburgh, and then at the end you're going to Virginia Tech. What do you, you and Dustin feel about, you know, is that a three and one type of situation? Do they, do they go undefeated on that stretch away from, I mean, home? you gotta, you gotta think it's a, it's a really tough stretch. I mean, four straight road games, it's going to be a lot of travel and, and things like that involved with it. So, I mean, I could see, I could definitely see Florida state slipping up once. If I had to pick a team that maybe that loss could come against, I would say, Georgia Tech could give Florida State some trouble. And then, you know, possibly Virginia Tech as well, but they've kind of leveled off a little bit recently. And yeah. lost second leading scorer, too. Yeah, lost Tyrese Radford to suspension. I yeah. don't know what it was, but it was fairly sternly worded. I don't have it in front of me, but you're, you're reading this going, man, they're kind of dragging him in the dirt a little bit. <laughs> um, Virginia Tech doesn't scare me. I know they're top 25, but when you've got four guys that start that are 6'4 and shorter, you're not going to beat Florida State. Um, I, mainly 
To me, it's mainly just being the last of a four game of four game road trip. Yeah, and that that is part of it. I just they don't pass the eye test to me, and maybe I'm crazy. I just I haven't bought what they've been doing all season. I think Georgia Tech's tough just because they run this such wacky, weird defense. They're going to give you issues, and then Pitt always gives us a game in Pittsburgh. I don't care how bad they are, how good they are. They always give us a game up there. Not having fans is going to play in our favor. That's a the Oakland Zoo is a tough place to play when they have fans. That's a really good student section, a really good atmosphere. And but Justin Champagne is one of the three best guys in this conference. I mean, he's leading the league in points and rebounding. That's a good player. But outside of him, if you can limit him, I think you get you have a very good shot. Xavier Johnson doesn't impress me. Uh, they they got a couple of guys that have been putting up numbers. They're fine. But everybody just comes out under Champagne. And then Boston College, it's not even worth talking about. It's like you're playing Fresno State. It's a bad team. I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah. It's, no, it's like you're playing Chicago State last year. Well, let's leave it at that. Boston College sucks. Did they really? <laughs> I want to look up their schedule now. Who, Boston Colleges? Yeah. You won't be impressed. Just to see, like how, like how bad, like are they losing or are they is that bad? Bad. They lost to Florida, but I think, but I think, no, they gave Florida a game because Florida was dealing with COVID issues. And then I feel, I feel like they got okay. My oh wait, game and lost by thirty. They're not that bad. They're bad. They're bad when they're going to face Florida State. They're going to yeah. be terrible. And of course, now Saturday's game, Georgia Tech. Get a little bit of time, a little bit of rest before that. A little bit of rest, tiny bit. Yeah, just just a little bit, enough to where maybe polite know, returns. Maybe potentially. I doubt it. Ham said before, after the uh, Clemson game he was going to be out another one to two weeks. Mm. We you might see him next week against Boston College. The shoulder think, injury, right? Yeah, and he saving for Virginia. I mean, I think saving for Pitt. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think you're going to need him for Pitt just because. Pitt runs a pretty tough defense. You're going to need to shoot over the top of them. I think he's going to come back by then, and when he does, he'll be ready to go. Give you another eight to ten points. Mm-hmm. They need nice. him though. They need his defense. They need his shooting. True. Absolutely, and it's just a, it's just another guard in that lineup. And you know, Florida State they use <clears throat> they use so many different guards. I think having Plight back just kind of helps disperse the minutes a little bit more. And they'll just be able to keep building this full this full rotation now, and being able to implement Calhoun even more with everyone back. And I just think that's going to help the chemistry grow as we get even closer to March. The the one thing to watch for when Polite does come back is what they do with Wyatt Wilkes because he's played pretty well since he's been starting these last couple of games. It's been almost a surprise. You know, he was been very inconsistent start of the season. Now he comes in, starts, had some big shots against Clemson. Had some big shots against Louisville. And even last night, you know, he only had six points, but was playing defense real well, was active with his hands, getting steals. Yeah. He's impressed me these last few games, and I think that's a valuable player. Do they still leave him at the three? Do they put him at backup four behind Turk? But Malik Osborne's played so well that you want to keep him on the floor. It's a good problem to have, but it's still something they got to figure out once everyone's healthy again. Score predictions? What are we thinking? Florida State goes on a five-game five winning streak? I do, I, I do think Florida State wins. 
I think it'll be in the single digits, which is rare to say for this season because they've only had two games all year that have been single digits, which is insane. But I do, I do think Florida State wins. You have some pressure on you now, Austin, because if you know you're on a, your wizard streak, so I want to get I want to get one perfect score. I had a couple last year, but I want to just I want to just tweet the screenshot of my score and just say Nostradamus. That's all I want to say. Uh, and you can get your cloud up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Read the articles for a reason. I know yeah. what I'm talking about most of the time. Read the articles for the score, everybody. Nolgandy.com. Dustin. Yeah, for the record, if Florida State does win on Saturday, Saturday it'll be their sixth straight win, not fifth. It'll be the sixth straight. But um, I think I think like Austin said, it's going to be a close, hard-fought game. Georgia Tech at some point is going to go on a run and give Florida State some issues. So I also think it's going to be a single-digit game. I'm going to say like 69, 62. 69, if we 62. score in the 60s, I'll be disappointed. I would be a little disappointed. I don't think Florida State's losing until Virginia. Well, the the crazy thing is Kempom has his favorite in every single game here on out, including Virginia, uh, including at Carolina. Virginia at Carolina, like we talked about coming before coming on for the two games for me, that I think are, are the possible losses. I think that Florida State playing better than everyone else. The right ACC is just so bad. It's a two-conference race or a two-team conference at this point. It's Virginia, Florida State, and everybody else. Love to see it. Uh, let's see here. One last thing. I want to get y'all's thoughts on this real quick. Let's see if this shows. I don't know if it will or not. Y'all seeing that? Oh God, bro! Here, here you go. He's wild. Here you go. See strikes again, people. <laughs> what y'all think about these? Listen, these are all you, my man. Why is, Wait, why is it, is it showing on the stream? <laughs> it's not showing on the stream. Hold up. One hundred and fifty dollars for those. Hold up. I gotta get in the stream here. What is this? 250 bucks for some Croc Heelys. I mean, Crocs are a meme in themselves. Heelys are a meme in themselves. Awesome. Is this, is, what they, is this what they sell at your shop? No, absolutely not. <laughs> wow. Absolutely Lose. not. Los, could you rock these? Never. <laughs> no? My not wife game? She would. She'd rock them? She said she'd wear them. How much would she pay? 250 bucks? I'm not buying them. I can make them some. Uh-uh. I you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Makes make you, baby. Is it even a real screenshot? Like, if I Googled Who Achilles, does that pop up? I don't know. It looks kind of Photoshopped to me. It does look Photoshopped. It looks, right? but I'm sure, like, people make even them. Do your it looks research. like something Dustin would wear. Oh, no, this oh for sure. A- Bro, those things cost $250. My shoe budget about 18 bucks. What I mean, like, Come on, something man. It, it Ever seen my shoe? purchase if you could, is what I'm saying. If If... Well, it's not my dream. Let me tell you that. <laughs> you wanna- I've, got, I've got bigger dreams. Like what? There's a Lightning McQueen Croc Healy. Hold on. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not paying 250 bucks for them. I'll pay like maybe $2.50. Like put the coin over two spots, but I'm not going to pay 250 bucks for those. I feel like Yo. that's something Nate, like his daughters, would tell him to wear. Hell no. <laughs> no. I do. No. I think so. <laughs> Absolutely not, dude. Listen, you still got to tell us what your dream is. <laughs> you told us you had a huge dream. What is it? To uh, be awesome. <laughs> what? I don't know. Who's my ready? Dream, my dream is kind of to go to bed. I'm getting tired. 
Oh my god, because you had one interview today. <laughs> and worse. You hear that, Nate? He's tired. Like that. Nate is nonstop. I'm, I'm used to it. Yeah. You ready, Nate? Ready for what? For your oh, question. You got, oh, you got, you got a question? question? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Listeners. About my screen. Hey, Nate. Hey, what? With Lawrence being the first quarterback taken off the board, everybody's saying it, every expert saying it, ownership possibly is even saying it. Who's the next quarterback off the board? Uh, and, where, and where do they go? And what team takes them? Hold on, let me let me pull up the uh, there you draft go. order real quick. Hold on. I want to see because we watched a lot of good quarterbacks play some college football this year. North Dakota State had a quarterback that played some good football this year. He played yeah. one game. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> still a good player. Well, thank you, Austin. Still a good, still a good player. Hey. <laughs> still a good player. Hold on. Let, let me. Better than Jake Fromm. Well, while he pulls it up, like we still got to figure You know what I mean? He's probably better than Jake Fromm. Yeah. We got to figure okay, out what teams another, do with. Hey, I got another question okay. for you that you can answer without looking it up. Okay, go ahead. I, I got it right here. Are you, hold on. You. Are y'all ready for this question? Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Nate, where's your neck? My neck's right here. Okay, because I haven't seen it. In a minute, I checked your Facebook and your traps, and your head is kind of big like a pug. I couldn't find your neck <laughs> and your pictures. You all head and shoulders. Oh, uh, that's how I roll, man. That's how I roll, man. You know, I, I got to work oh. on that neck strength. You know what I'm saying? This is yeah. the most disrespectful hey. question you've ever asked, Carlos. No, no concussions. <laughs> hey, should I ask the question I asked you guys? A couple weeks ago when he went off the... Uh... That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Good oh. one. <laughs> yeah, ask this one. What's the question? Uh, who, who, who was the comp? Uh-huh. Fuck, man. I forget. <laughs> who? Oh. What was the question? Dustin, text me real quick. Who did what I compare it? it to? Who, who had the worst body transformation? <laughs> who was it? I forget Wait, what the player was. This is gonna start off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you remember? Text me. I'm, I'm trying to remember who uh, they played at state. No, hold on, hold on. Oh man, a body transformation. Someone made it. Someone had a. Did you text it? I feel like you might have. No, we, 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 we talked about it here after. Yeah, after I remember the, talking about it. I just don't remember podcast. how it got there. And, and, and Carlos, Carlos said something about chicken nugget head or something like that. Something will come. And I was like, hey, let me ask you a question, guys. I'm, and I was like, who had the worst body transformation? Carlos or, or this person? <laughs> I forgot who the person was. Oh, James I'm, Harden. In part it. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, Nate. Who had a worst body transformation? I'm going to tell you was right now. Was it Carlos Nate, or, or, or James Harden? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now, Nate. I've never not had an ab on my body. I've never not had ab on my Carlos? Was it Pittsburgh Carlos or was it uh, Houston fake body oh, suit? Pit- oh, Harden. you want to see? Do y'all want to see Pittsburgh Carlos? Because Pittsburgh <laughs> Carlos was 234 pounds. And also, Pittsburgh sure. Carlos was 234. Ooh. Y'all don't know the story about that. So when I was in Pittsburgh, I was on practice squad, but Chicolo broke my palm. Yeah, he broke he broke this hand. He broke my palm. He fractured my palm. Because he played two, at Miami. Two weeks after that, I got suspended for missing my for, for missing a piss test because my son was being born. Not because I was out of shape. I got I got suspended for some shit I just had no control over. I'm not leaving my house to take a piss test. I'm not, I'm not leaving the hospital to take a piss test. I'm not doing that. My was that the NFL or was that Pittsburgh? 
No, that's NFL. That was my son was born in May. That's stupid. Yeah, so I, I can't like me and Roger Goodell had a conversation about that. Hey, bro, I, I gotta I gotta suspend you because you 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 violated. But I said, would you would you leave the hospital if your son was crowning? He said no. So I mean, you like I'm not doing that. So, but I was gonna actually I was getting reps. I was actually gonna be on at the roster, but I fractured my palm and my brother tried to kill Chicolo. We got <laughs> Like it, it, it was a little situation. So I look good in Pittsburgh. I look better than you right now, Nate. Nah, I doubt that. I was born yeah. looking better. Spare I, me. I doubt that. Spare me. To answer your question, your original question. Look at me, Nate. Uh, do we get the answer? I look better than you from here, from the neck up. You can see my neck from the neck up, whole neck, all of it. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That's not really a neck. That's like a patch of skin. That's what like, a neck is. Look like a green exactly. screen. Look like extra green screen. Don't look like a real neck. <laughs> When and I wear my hoodie, you can see my neck in my hoodie. I can't see your shit. It's supposed to be like that. Yeah, it's supposed to be, yeah, sure. Short neck, it, like a little dog. Yep. Talking about body <laughs> transformation. I'll, Nate, I'll fire you up. Talk about body <laughs> transformation. I've never not looked bad a day in my life. You know that? I don't know about all that, man. <laughs> when, when, when have I looked bad, Nate? Uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and judge you. I think that was a legitimate question. <laughs> but you, whoa, 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 whoa. But y'all now he's not going to judge. conversation about my body. <laughs> no, we did not. Uh, not, a whole, not a whole conversation, whole conversation bro. Don't, 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 don't make body. it like... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Pull us in. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold on. To think about somebody's body transformation, Nate? Hmm, question, Nate. They leave me out there. Let me ask you that question. Why yeah, you question my let's body, do it. Nate? Let's do it. Let's do it. So... My question was, with Lawrence being the quarterback, first quarterback taken by mm -hmm. Jacksonville, everybody's claiming it, who's the second quarterback taken off the board and by what team? Well, I would go Justin Fields. I think you don't overthink it. I think if the Jets trade for Deshaun Watson, that knocks him out. I think Atlanta, I don't think they're ready to, to get rid of Matt Ryan yet. You look at Cincinnati, they have their quarterback, Philadelphia. I think at number six would be the first one that looks at quarterback. And I think that it do comes it does come down to fields who I like better than the kid from North Dakota State. But I think it comes down to one of those two as uh, the number two pick in terms of quarterback. You think the Eagles will, will pick a quarterback with having hurt back there? I, I just think they're a horrible franchise and they would do some stupid shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I think, with that being said, I, I think Detroit would. You know, they're clearly going to be in the quarterback market, getting rid of mm -hmm. Stafford. Denver, I mean, I think you look at one through ten. I mean, what does Dallas do? You know, you got Prescott coming back off, a, well, off an injury. He, he's a free agent, wasn't he? Because he was franchise last year, right? Yeah. They're going to, they're going to sign him. The, yeah, you they're going think, to have to. You would think, but it's I don't Dallas. think they can tag him again. You can only be tagged a certain number of times. He's only been tagged once, right? I think he's still got two more. No. I, think I, I thought he only been tagged once. It's not his second tag. That was his first. I don't know. He's only been tagged once. Yeah. I thought it was the second. I was just going to say that. I mean, they got to pay him regardless of quarterback. I mean, I, 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 I think it's you pay like, him or let him go. Like New England, who has a ton of draft picks, I'd be interested to see what they do for quarterback. You know, did they trade up into the top ten for a quarterback? I, I, I think mean, that Las Vegas, you know, are they going to stick with Carr? You know, what do they have for assets? Do they trade up into the top ten? What about think, the Rams? They're, they're tired of golf. They get too much money on the books with him, though. They're tired That's of thing. They get a lot of money involved in him, though. I mean, golf can be the highest paid backup in the league. 
by I mean, a large I, margin. I mean, that's, that, that's, I mean, that's for, what he's going to end up being because it's going to be a quarterback battle. If that kid beats him out, he's done. Like, he's going to sit there and watch him play weeks of football. I mean, that's just bad. That's a bad contract, and, you know, in hindsight. But they you know, screwed you just, themselves. You just never know. You know, I think Washington, they're in the quarterback market. I think there's a lot of teams that could possibly trade up into that top 10. I mean, Falcons I, need to be. In, in, my, in my opinion, I, I do think Deshaun eventually goes to the Jets and then the Houston takes a quarterback at two, whether it's why, Fields. Who, 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 Jets, who you, that's my thing. Who do you think that pick is going to be? If Houston, okay, Deshaun goes to the Jets. Who picks that? Who, who does Houston pick it to? It's either Fields or Wilson to me. I, I think Lance, Lance has too many yeah. unknowns. Yeah, I think Trey Lance is definitely someone that's going to be mid first round. Is I think he's going to go to a team that's probably he can sit for a year or two, which is what I think he needs. But I think Wilson, yeah, you forget about him. He, he's I like him. He's good. Yeah, and he's got he's got the physical tools. Like he's going to be one of those guys where he goes to the combine and guys yeah. and he's very, he's very Baker Mayfield ish. Yeah, I think we, Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, gunslinger, feisty. Likes that he just plays with that certain rugged attitude. Teams are going to go to his pro day and be like, "Wow, he's got he's got a bar. Oh wow, he's got he's got a big character." I'm also someone that thinks that the you know this may start another argument, but I think that the 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 gap between Fields and Lawrence isn't as big as people think. I'm a I'm a big Justin Fields fan. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think yes, Lawrence is for sure the number one guy. I mean, but I don't think Fields is that far off. Do you think that? Do you think Fields had the quality of talent on the outside that um, Lawrence has had since he's been at Clemson? I don't think anyone has outside of Alabama quarterbacks. Okay, and I, just, and, I, and, I, I, and I guess Joe Burrow because he's had he had talent there too. I see. I, ha- I had to ask that list. question because because I, I like to look at rosters. I really like to look at rosters, and I always look at when when that's championship. Aries talks about Jameis, but Jameis was. I mean, you had to put the ball in the right spot. Although we had O'Leary. Kenny Shaw, Rashad Green, and KB. We also had running backs that rushed for a lot, but I think the whole and the whole offense was different. That offense it was different. So I'm looking at football now. These offenses are different. You don't have a lot of playmakers everywhere. You got one or two guys on one side of the ball, and those one or two guys are getting the ball. So I was looking at Clemson's roster. They've had consistently guys going into the NFL on offense, whether it's running back, a tight end, a receiver, or quarterback. They- he had more weapons. I feel they- like. Isn't it crazy to think, though, Jameis Winston's top guys that you just named with Kenny Shaw, KB, Rashad Green, um, Nick O'Leary. I mean, Nick O'Leary mm-hmm. still had some time in the NFL, but all these guys, all his targets, no long, mm-hmm. not in the NFL. Yeah, O'Leary's in the NFL. Yeah, O'Leary is. Well, yeah, but is it Rashad on a practice? Or, isn't Green on a practice squad somewhere? I don't think oh, he's anymore. I don't think he is. Yeah, he was. He was with, he was with Jack. Yeah. He was with Jacksonville. He was um, yeah. me, me and Rashad were enrolled in school in the fall and the spring at the same time, last spring. I, mean, I, I, okay. I think we, we can all sit here and say, uh, you know, Jameis made uh, Kenny yes. Shaw, who I think that was an extremely gifted route runner. Um, and, and but I think he made Kelvin Benjamin a first round pick, mm-hmm. not not the other way around. I can't I can't argue with that. I'm 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 gonna argue with that. I'm gonna argue with that. I'm gonna argue with you right now. I'm gonna argue with you right now because I watch okay. KB. I watch KB come into the meeting room and tell y'all, "Hey boys, Kevin Benjamin, Belgrade, Florida. I'm here for two, and I'm gone. I ain't really on that school stuff. I'm out of here." <laughs> he redshirted. School mm-hmm. stuff happened. Couldn't play, but he came back and was gone. 
like he was on a mission. So I watched the body of work he put in, catching the balls he caught, slimming down. I don't care about we're talking about college ball right now. He put the work in his attitude and everything changed about life when he decided to say, I'm going to go to the NFL. I think Jameis is a great quarterback and those are great combination, but I watched that body of work. So I can't say he made Kevin Benjamin a first round pick because nobody was jumping, going to get the ball. Nobody, he still, the play had to be made point blank period. You get yourself drafted by making the play. We'll agree to disagree on that one. Okay. If Kelvin could have stayed in shape, he would have had a long career. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. with Kansas City last. Could be in Tampa Bay. He, he had a damn good rookie year. His rookie year was great. Yeah. And, yeah. and then it was a really unfortunate time in that he tore his ACL, but that was the year Carolina was so good. Yep. They went 15-1 and one without him. And they're like, well, do we really need that's him? That's devastating. That's mentally devastating to an athlete, bro. Yeah. To be on a roster that's so good and you're performing well and then you get hurt. And you have Devin Funches, who's not a slouch, who's yeah. not a slouch yeah. by far, who – play good football come in and play well i mean you kind of work yourself back but being six six and 235 at a receiver period is not easy to maintain and you don't want to be a tight end that's really hard to maintain i don't care what anybody say that that that's a big 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 athlete to play receiver i'll boss kb here he goes here he goes I think we should end off on that. This is a uh, yeah, hour and a half, a little over an hour and a half pod. We've been lengthy on these. This is good stuff, good content. But uh, anybody yeah, else got anything else to say? Yeah, I have to go work Any on my big neck weekend? exercises, man. Yeah, get your neck exercise. No, it just makes it bigger. Makes it. Bigger. You need to elongate your neck. Like, can you breathe, bro? Is like, is your esophagus long? Like. <laughs> Short breath breathing, like you probably breathe like a you bug know. for real in your sleep. You probably sleep in a rocking chair because you can't sleep on your back. You're gonna choke yourself. Nah, I'm nah, I'm good, bro. Pebo Lottie got more head than he got body. I, I, I'm more of a side sleeper, you know. I, I, I sleep on my side. Are you gonna tuck the pillow in? Spin. Uh, so you huh? choke yourself. Yeah, I choke myself. Yeah. yeah. You don't sleep comfortably at all. I know you don't. <laughs> I, you don't uh, sleep comfortably at all. I know you don't. Do what? You don't sleep comfortable at all. Great, dude. Like the pillow can't tuck between your head and your shoulder. Oh, no, like, it's perfect, that, man. Like it's perfect. Like you just, you're straight back. Like it's like your head nah. and you go flat back. Nah, it's no perfect. It, 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 it's form fitting. <laughs> oh, man, we got to get out of here. That, 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 that pillow is shaped. Oh, that was perfect. a good one, though. I ain't going to lie. It's form fitting. Oh, man. Hey, shout out to our partner, Chick-fil-A. Go follow them on Twitter. Instagram, they got an Instagram, too. Go follow them. Appreciate them. Shout out to the Grilled Spicy Deluxe. Good sandwich. Y'all got to go try it out. Very good. Very good. Definitely with the cilantro lime Get the sauce. Get the sauce. West Tennessee Street. Yes. Go try it out. Shout out to them. As always, you listen to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're on YouTube right now or listening to it later on, hit that subscribe button so then you'll be notified every time we go live and release a new episode. But we'll be back next week. We had a lot to talk about. We'll be recapping uh, National Signing Day. We'll be getting ready for the Super Bowl. Um, we'll be kind of going maybe through a little bit more of the schedule. We'll see. But uh, And more Friday basketball to talk next. about. Finding Nate's neck. That's what we're going to do all week. Where is Nate's neck? Hashtag. <laughs> where's Nate's neck? Hashtag. Where is Nate's neck? Or hashtag Nate's Not neck. Not Waldo. Nate's neck. <laughs> where is Nate's neck? 
We'll see you guys next week. Y'all be good. See y'all next Thursday.